Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And reduce your speed. If it's shiny, assume it's ice. Our temperature is 16 to 21 degrees. We'll top out later today between 22 and 29 degrees with mostly sunny to partly sunny skies, but wind chills in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are at 26 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning by Dulles Glass. For all your glass, mirror, and shower door needs, visit DullesGlass.com. Dulles Glass. Love your glass. It's 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. January 20th, 2024. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour Saturday for you, a portion locally of the northwest D.C. area and some in northeast under a boil water advisory will bring you the latest. Meantime, several school systems are closing down their buildings this weekend. We'll update you on what's going on. A small plane's emergency landing closed this stretch of a local road. I'm Scott Gelman. Gains on Wall Street closing bell the Friday, the Dow. It was up 395. The NASDAQ was up 255, a record-setting day Friday. Good morning, 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. At least 79 people have died across the country as a result of winter storms the past couple weeks. More are on the way this weekend. CBS News correspondent Christina Ruffini reports. Dangerous temperatures are also prompting rescues. Just stay around your belly. In Michigan, body camera video captured a state police officer risking his life to rescue a 65-year-old man who fell through a frozen lake on Thursday. Even the victim's dog, Ruby, helped get him out. Police who responded to the Uvalde, Texas school shooting could face criminal charges. CBS News evening news anchor Nora O'Donnell. A grand jury will consider possible criminal charges against police officers over their failed response to the school shooting at Robb Elementary that left 19 students and two teachers dead, according to multiple local reports. And this comes one day after the Justice Department released a scathing review detailing the critical failures of 376 officers who waited more than an hour to take action against the gunman. Actor Alec Baldwin again faces an involuntary manslaughter charge for the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on his movie set. CBS's Dina Demetrius. Hutchins died after the reproduction long Colt 45 revolver Baldwin was holding went off during a rehearsal. Director Joel Souza was also shot and injured. It should have been a cold gun with no rounds inside. The gun was not supposed to contain live ammunition. Baldwin insisted to investigators he never pulled the trigger and was not responsible for Hutchins' death. On Friday, Baldwin's lawyers said in a statement that Quote, we look forward to our day in court. Distressing news in the sports media world. Sports Illustrated reportedly laid off most, maybe all, of its staff on Friday. The move comes after the magazine's owner terminated its licensing agreement to publish. Sports Illustrated has been around for nearly 70 years, starting as a weekly publication before going bi-weekly in 2018 and then monthly in 2020. Erica Hershkowitz reporting. The academic world is considering how to best utilize artificial 
artificial intelligence. Correspondent Elaine Cobb has more. Artificial intelligence is fast becoming one of the most popular choices for short study courses. Universities and specialized schools say there's huge demand and are all laying on courses in how to build AI, how to improve it, or just how to use it intelligently. The former chair of the Florida Republican Party, Christian Ziegler, won't face a charge of rape, but could be charged with video voyeurism for allegedly recording a sexual encounter without permission. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. WTOP at 203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it finally. January 20th, 2024. Welcome in. Mostly cloudy, very cold. Some of the coldest temps this season, this weekend, according to Veronica. Teens to 20s for the low. 26 now. Good morning to you. And Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. We begin with that boil water advisory that's impacting homes and businesses in northwest D.C. this weekend. Some of northeast D.C. in fact as well. It's affecting people, we're told, in upper northwest from the National Zoo to the Maryland Line. D.C. Water says you should not drink or cook with your tap water without first boiling it for at least one minute. The earliest advisory will be lifted, we're told, sometime this weekend, likely not until Sunday, though. D.C. Water says the advisory is due to a loss of water pressure on Friday this week. We'll gather more details and bring them to you here at WTOP 103.5 FM and a click away at WTOP.com. WTOP at 204. You're as cold as ice. Some school systems are shutting down this weekend. Updating you now on what we know here at WTOP Saturday morning. First in Virginia, Fairfax County, Loudoun County, Fauquier County, Spotsylvania County, Stafford County, and Arlington County Public Schools say all their buildings are closed this weekend and all activities are canceled Saturday. In Alexandria City, all school-sponsored athletics and student activities are postponed. Over to Maryland now, Montgomery County, Prince George's County, Howard County, Carroll County, and Baltimore County Public Schools are all closed Saturday as well this early morning. And in Anne Arundel County, we hear all athletics, extracurricular activities, and professional development sessions may begin at 11 a.m. or later today. We'll keep you updated on that. Jefferson County and West Virginia also canceling all school-related activities this weekend. You can read a full list of cancellations and delays always updated as we get the new info. We'll click away. At WTOP.com. WTOP News Time now 205. It is being called a miracle that nobody was hurt after a small plane locally made an emergency landing this week on the Loudoun County Parkway near Dulles Airport Friday afternoon. No cars were hit by the blue and white plane that came to a rest next to a guardrail with its propeller bent as it came to a stop. 
But WTOP's Scott Gelman tells us we still don't yet know why it landed there. It was a Cessna 208 caravan plane, and the FAA says there were seven people on board when it landed here on the Loudoun County Parkway near Arcola Mills Drive just before 1 o'clock. None of the people on board were injured. The plane had just taken off from Dulles Airport. Virginia State Police say the pilot landed here without hitting any cars. Jesse watched it all unfold. It drove underneath the traffic light, um, got squirrely over here, and um, crashed into the guardrail. He stayed on the scene to make sure the passengers were okay. You know, it's kind of like, what is this real life? Many locals stopped by to take a look. I've never seen one so close in not an airport. Along the Loudoun County Parkway, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Double WTOP at 206, thousands of abortion rights opponents battling snow and cold temps for the 51st March for Life on Friday in the nation's capital. WTOP's Jimmy Alexander spoke to people on both sides of the issue, actually, who gathered along the National Mall. Father Rhett Williams traveled from South Carolina to attend his 13th March for Life. And he says there's a big difference this year in the post-Roe era. I think you see a, a lot less attendance. Well, today it's packed with snow, but it's a really a reversion to the state. So our, our attendance in the state rallies have been much heavier. Local abortion rights supporter Catherine McKinney said that she had a very simple reason for attending. I just want there to be a dissenting voice. And being out here when you've already accomplished your goals is a little rubbing salt in the wounds. From the National Mall at the March for Life, I'm Jimmy Alexander, WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 2.07. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. WTOP at 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. We've got some closures, but mainly in Maryland, including in Montgomery County, for the continued closure of Old Hundred Road. That's Maryland 109 between Barnesville Road and Comus Road. This is because of the downed wires as a result of an earlier crash from late last night. And that's the reported shutdown, so avoid the area if you can. In Anne Arundel County on eastbound 100, just prior to 97, watch out for some debris reported in the roadway. This takes away the left lane and the left shoulder. The Utility work with a down pole and wires in the roadway shutting down 198 eastbound in Prince George's County at 4th Street. Uh, the westbound side is open to so look out for local detours. Also in Prince George's County for the accident on eastbound 50, just past Maryland 202 Landover Road, the far right shoulder and the off ramp lane are blocked because of this situation. In Virginia, we don't have, have any reported closures of any main thoroughfares. Got a couple of closures, however, especially between. Seven Corners and Bailey's Crossroads, you're going to find that Carolyn Drive is shut down in the vicinity of Valley Lane because of debris situation. Also in Hydla Valley for the closure of uh, both directions of Paul Spring Road at Pickwick Lane because of the downed tree. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTO 
GOP traffic. Anything that didn't get treated, anything that didn't get shoveled, definitely icy this morning. We're starting out between 16 and 21 degrees. We'll top out between 22 and 29. So much of the day we're going to have to contend with the ice. We'll have a little bit of help, though, with the sunshine, mostly sunny skies, and with the winds that will help to dry things out a bit. Our winds will be sustained at about 20 miles per hour this afternoon, gusting over 30. That will deliver wind chill temperatures in the single digits. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. JetBlue and Spirit Air have decided to appeal a judge's decision to block their merger plans. The appeal does not specify a reason. Earlier, the airlines had said the judge made a mistake in siding with the federal government. They had denied the merger would lead to higher ticket prices. Spirit had said the deal is still in effect as it looks for ways to shore up its finances. The first U.S. automaker to jump into the EV pool is backing out of the water now. Ford cutting the number of workers to make the F-1 50 Lightning pickup that had been expected to lead the pack to wider EV adoption. Demand for EVs is getting weaker. Ford plans to go to one shift at the plant that builds the Lightning F-150. About 1,400 workers will be affected. On Wall Street, gains of more than one to almost one and three quarters percent meant record closes for the Dow and S&P. The Dow rose 395, the S&P 59, the Nasdaq 255. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. WTOP and Dean Lane. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. This is WTOP News. This Saturday morning, we turn to the latest here at WTOP on the crisis in the Middle East. President Joe Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu finally have spoken by phone after a glaring, nearly month-long gap in their direct communication, actually. They spoke earlier on Friday. Netanyahu has repeatedly rebuffed President Biden's calls for Palestinian sovereignty. Netanyahu said just this week, in fact, he has told U.S. officials in plain terms he will not support a Palestinian state as part of any post-war plan. 
This morning, Daniel Byman, Senior Fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. So it's no secret that there's uh, no love lost between these two leaders. Um, Netanyahu's in a difficult political position after October 7th, and many Israelis blame him for the disaster. And part of what he's trying to do is shift the issue to the question of, do you trust the Palestinians? And by making this public with President Biden, he's trying to rally Israelis to his side and saying, basically, I'll never let Israeli security rest on the Palestinians. Is this also largely about the trauma the Israelis suffered October 7th, that there's just no way right now to conceive uh, because of the pain that, that so many people are feeling that you would have the Palestinians govern themselves in terms of Israeli security? So that's what Netanyahu's uh, trying to play on. Uh, Israelis are devastated both by the death toll and the atrocities committed. Uh, but they're wrestling with the broader question of who's going to govern Gaza. And they don't have a good answer to that. And the one the Biden administration is proposing is some form of Palestinian rule there. All types of reports have cropped up. I don't have to tell you as you study it so closely. Reports cropping up about dissent within the Israeli war cabinet. What is important for those of us to know who are not looking at it at close range? So the war cabinet's a little different than what you might expect in a U.S. system where it is often composed of uh, political leaders from different parties and different persuasions. So disagreement is not a surprise. But you're seeing very strong views and very different views on questions of should there be a lasting ceasefire, which is probably the most important current question. And a lot of that's driven by how Israel should um, handle the return of the over 100 hostages that Hamas is believed to hold, where some saying it should be prioritized and others saying the military campaign should be prioritized. Well, I've talked about the atrocities that the Israelis suffered in early October, and we always want to keep that in mind as we look at the, the whole scenario. But as you well know, the news is still filled with the images of Palestinian children dead or wounded, the situation in Gaza dire, starvation, hospitals struggling just to save a few people uh, if they can. Where is the international community now on this? They, they seem to be very much against Israel uh, in regard to Gaza. Uh, that's absolutely correct. Uh, there was always most of the international community was uh, very critical of Israel for its treatment of the Palestinians, especially in the West Bank. And with the Israeli military campaign resulting in many civilian deaths and the true and, and horrendous humanitarian crisis that's beginning in Gaza, there is a lot of criticism of Israel around the world. What's next? Do we know? Do we know when this thing will end in terms of the military activity in Gaza specifically? Israeli military leaders say they want to continue the campaign for months, but there's a lot of international pressure, and there's a question of a ceasefire is necessary if Israel wants some of the hostages released. So this could go either way. Daniel Byman, Senior Fellow with the Transnational Threats Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies and a conversation with our Dimitri Soto. It looks Saturday morning at the top stories we're following for you here at WTOP. Uh, locally, a boil water advisory is now in effect for people in a large part of upper northwest D.C. Saturday morning. A Texas prosecutor convenes a grand jury to investigate police inaction in the Uvalde school shooting that left 21 dead, mostly children. And word that actor Alec Baldwin is facing this morning an involuntary manslaughter charge for the 2021 shooting death of Elena Hutchins, the cinematographer on the sets of the movie Rust. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. In Prince George's County, had the accident working eastbound 50 past uh, 202, where the uh, right off-ramp lane was blocked. Just got word that that crash has been cleared. All lanes and all ramps are now open either side of 50 coming into Prince George's County and all the way onto New York Avenue and into the district. Just be aware, though, we do have reports that the setup work zone is on the inbound side of New York Avenue over by Florida Avenue. This is a long-term variety causing a very brief delay again over on the far right side. No other worries anywhere in the district. Your freeway look just fine between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. All lanes are clear. The 3rd Street Tunnel running just fine north and south between New York Avenue and the freeway. No troubles on I-295. From the flyover ramp to the Beltway south of town and DC-295 running in the clear both sides between the city-county line and the 11th Street Bridge. In Virginia, good-looking ride continues up and down 395. All lanes are open. Likewise, on 95 in Virginia between Springfield and Fredericksburg, you'll find no issues. Just still dealing with that broken down tractor trailer on the northbound right shoulder to south of Dale Boulevard. You notice the crews remaining on the scene. 66 with no issues. All lanes are clear between uh, the Beltway heading all the way out to the 81 interchange south of Winchester. Where speed meets quality for an oil change and vehicle maintenance experience you can trust, visit com for a location near you. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Watch for the ice this morning. All day long, our temperatures will be sub freezing. We're never going to get above 32 degrees. 16 to about 21 degrees this morning, about 22 to 29 later today. Windchill temperatures in the single digits. We will have our winds gusting to about 30 miles per hour, mainly late morning through the afternoon. Mostly sunny to partly sunny today. Mostly sunny to partly sunny also on Sunday, but slightly higher temperatures and less wind. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters. 
especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh. Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. Last year, Alexandria City Council unanimously voted to end the single-family-only zoning, all as part of an effort to increase affordable housing in the city. But now the city is being sued, we're told, by an Alexandria Civic Group on the issue created last year to preserve single-family neighborhoods. In this particular lawsuit, we are told the group argues the Northern Virginia City violated its charter at that time, as well as the Virginia Constitution, by loosening rules on what can be built in the more suburban residential areas of the city. The group also says the city failed to show how ending single-family zoning would, in the end, result in less expensive housing options or boost resident diversity. If D.C. police have you in their gang database... Does that mean you're actually in a gang and committing crimes? In a new report this week, an activist group claims the database is unreliable, plagued with inaccuracies and is secretly monitoring residents. There are six criteria on how you get on the D.C. gang database, and they are not based off of criminality. Carlos Andinos with the Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights and Urban Affairs, which authored the report. They are based off of associations, meaning if you are observed associating with somebody who the police already have on their D.C. gang database, you too can be placed on it. Even, he says, Casual associations like a chat with a neighbor at the mailbox. But D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith defended the gang database in a statement saying the identification of high-risk members and the validation of specific individuals as high-risk members are pivotal to supporting the criminal justice ecosystem and safeguarding our communities. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. A 14-year-old boy has now been charged with murder in connection with the stabbing death of a 17-year-old boy locally in Fairfax County last weekend. It happened last Saturday. The young suspect, who was hurt during the incident, remained hospitalized this weekend in police custody as well. Fairfax County Police are asking anyone who might have info about what happened here to contact them as soon as possible. A private U.S. company's failed moonshot ends with a fiery plunge over the South Pacific. Astrobotic Technology confirmed that its lunar lander broke apart as it re-entered Earth's atmosphere Thursday. A fuel leak shortly after liftoff from Florida last week had nixed any chance of a moon touchdown. The company then took steps to destroy its crippled lander to protect other spacecraft. It was the first U.S. lunar lander in more than a half century. The Peregrine Falcon made its way all the way to the moon's orbit before doing a U-turn and hurtling back towards Earth. Another U.S. lunar lander is set to blast off next month, built and operated by Houston's Intuitive Machines. NASA paid millions of dollars to the two companies to fly its experiments to the moon as part of an effort to commercialize lunar deliveries ahead of the arrival of actual astronauts. I'm Lisa Dwyer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
Sports at 25 and 55. Georgetown's hot shooting first half didn't extend into the second half at Xavier, blowing a 14-point lead to lose a 92-91 heartbreaker to drop their third straight game. Jaden Epps led the Hoyas with a game-high 30 points and added 11 assists in defeat. Down in Richmond, VCU won their third in a row, 85-61 over St. Louis. Joe Bamasil had a game and season-high 29 points off the bench. He knocked down 7 of 10 shots from 